As our intro music gently suggests, we are the Scent Geeks, and this is episode four. I'm excited to be back. My name is Steve. Uh, you may know me from my YouTube channel, Frags to Riches, and you can find me on Instagram with the same handle. But I am not alone. I am honoured to be joined by a Fragcom legend. You may know him from his YouTube channel, Fragmental, and you can find him on Instagram as well under fragmental.uk. That man that I'm talking about is getting the best build-ups. We're expecting big things, and what he's about to say is Chris. Chris, hello. Hello, Steve. Um, I think you need to get a little bit realistic with your with your build-ups here. Uh, I'm not. I love. I'm not quite sure. Uh, I'm comfortable with legend. I've got to say. I like. Basically, I'm it's sort of just. I've not told you this, but I'm sort of almost doing an an intro um, intro off. So every week, I'm trying just to outdo because we're sort of alternating on these intros. I'm just trying to like intro you to the point where you you know what can you do after that like i build you up like that and then you kind of come in and say hello <laughs> is this such a so well the awkward. narcissistic part of me really does actually quite like it steve so you can keep going well of course of course <laughs> anyway how are you doing mate you're right i'm all right i'm great yeah had a good week how's your week been yes good mate um listeners from episode three may remember that i was having my kitchen done and it is now finished i've Ooh. i've done it's finished it's painted and the trouble is, it never ends because now I've had to. I was, yesterday, I was painting the downstairs toilet and stuff. But um, but, but you're yes, now you're dude. now washing up in your sink and not naked in your bath. Well, I've got a dishwasher, mate. I'm middle class, so yeah, yeah it's um, so it's all good. Yeah, and, you, and your wife's been upstairs good. saying, "Steve, the kitchen's finished. Why are you still washing up in the bath naked?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just like the loofah. It works well. <laughs> so. Um, so how's things with you? What have you been up to this week? You've been busy? Well, uh, yeah, busy, busy this week. So I, uh, for those who don't know, I'm this coming week uh, leaving my, my job. So I work at a gym as a personal trainer. So for the last 11 years, I've, I've had this job. And so I've been creating my content at the same time. So I've been doing a couple of videos a week. And since January, the start of January, I wanted to step it up to three videos a week in preparation for leaving my job because I'd have a bit more time. So there's been this overlap where I've been creating a lot more content while still having to, to go to work. So it's been pretty tiring. It's been a lot of work because the YouTube channel takes way more hours than your standard kind of nine to five Monday to Friday job. There's, mm. you know, hours worth of filming and editing and all that. So yeah. this week is my final week of working at the gym. So I'm pretty excited. I usually, I have this awful wake up on a Tuesday morning. I have to get up at 4.15 every Tuesday morning because I have to oh. go and open up the gym and I've got to do pool tests and all this. And I just don't sleep the night before because you know when you've got to get up early, you're anxious about yeah. waking up. So yeah, no, I must sleep, I must sleep, I must sleep. You must sleep, you but sleep. you just yeah. don't sleep, yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, three, four hours sleep and I'm up and, and then that kind of throws my rhythm off for the rest of the week. So I'm kind of feel like I'm playing catch up for the rest of the week. So I'm looking forward to this week being the final week of that. And I can't wait to wake up in the morning and think, all right, what am I doing today? I'm creating content. And that is my job. Yes. 
So, I should, um, I should. Sorry, I should add to that that that's not the only thing I'm doing. I'm, I'm also, I also do voiceover work as well and acting work when it comes up. So that it's kind of a nice thing. So I've got the flexibility now for the voiceover and acting stuff, and um, you know, I can. I'm just basically creating content, whether it's acting, voiceover, or YouTube. So I'm in a good or, place. I'm loving it. Or, or podcast, mate. Or podcast. Oh, or podcast. Element, well, yeah, speaking of podcast, the episode four. We're four in. Yes, mate. We're four in. That's, We're four in. It's a one-month anniversary. And so not that I uh, check the analytics very often, but just before we came on the podcast, I had a look, and we uh, seem to have around 6,414 downloads of <laughs> around, episodes. Around, approximately, yeah. Approximately. I'm, I'm over the moon, counting. Mate. I'm absolutely over the moon. And the, again, we say it every week, but the support has been lovely. We've had some really good comments and some really good reviews. People listened to last week and they've gone on to iTunes and left some five-star reviews, which has been lovely. So thank you, guys. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. We Should, should, we, should we read any of those reviews out to, to anyone who's... who's I'll tell you what, I'll have you got Alan up. Partridge's. If... I think we should read Alan Partridge to be uh, to be endorsed by the voice of North Norfolk Radio is a big thing. I think I think we should. <laughs> well, uh... why don't you tell us what you've been wearing, and I'll load them up, and I'll yeah. then have a little read. So you you sort of enlighten to the people to what's how you've smelt this week. My week in scent has been as follows. <laughs> so to, so today I wore um, Initio's Oud for Greatness, which okay. well I've been I've, I actually I've been wearing it for two or three days. I posted it on Instagram as my scent of the day today, and it is a phenomenal scent. It is so opulent, and I don't think I own another scent that smells as dripping in wealth as Oud for Greatness. It's absolute beauty. Complex, rich with woods and spices and Oud and vanilla. It's it's a beauty. So I've loved I've loved wearing that one. Uh, I've also, again, this week, I can't get enough of this. I've been wearing um, Peter Carter's Dendera. A little bit of that. Ah, uh, yes, you said that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was inspired by my own review of Imaginary Authors Telegrammer to wear Telegrammer on the... Uh... <laughs> you, you inspired yourself. I mean, that is narcissism to the next level. This review is amazing. I need to wear this, yeah. Yeah, I thought, well, my Imaginary Authors review is dropping today. Uh, what shall I wear? Oh, well, uh, oh, I've just inspired myself. I think I'll wear Telegrammer because I love it. That's a great scent, so I wore no, that. Fair play, mate, fair play. Um, I also wore a, a lovely scent, which is actually a summer marketed scent from Atelier Desor, uh called Riviera Lazuli, part of their Riviera line. And nice. I've not worn it yet in the summer, but it works in the winter. It's it's kind of, it's got the the, the citruses, but it's also got some fir. There's some balsam fir notes in there, and some cypress. So it's got a bit of green woodiness in there, which works really well. It, it actually powers through that that cooler air. Not that it's been that cold here in the UK yet, but really been enjoying that one. Really looking forward to wearing that through the summer as well. And two other scents I've been wearing, which maybe this is a subject we can come back to after you've um, told us what you've been wearing. But I've been, I've just purchased uh, two of the Galan um, Ideal or Ideal scents. So I've got the okay. EDP yeah. and the Cologne. I basically watched uh, a Timmy video, Imagine Scent, and uh, whenever whenever Timmy gushes about a scent, I kind of think, well, let's just buy it. Um, so I do, uh, and he he was uh, he was singing the praises of the EDP, and Justin Copeland equally sings the praises of the Cologne. So both of them actually, if I tell the truth, have been on my uh, my radar for a good a good long time now. And then uh, Timmy drops a video, I think it was this week or last week, and he was talking about the EDP, and I was like, you know what? Now is the time. Now is the time. So I just purchased both. Um, nice. Both you, lovely, lovely sense. Lovely sense. What have you been wearing? Awesome. 
I have been wearing. Um, shall I read Alan Partridge, or shall oh, we read that after? Let's go with a five star review from Alan Partridge first. So we don't I, want to I, if that. I could do an Alan Partridge voice, I can't. He's got aha. Um, so he's put. So this is <laughs> never do that noise not, again, Steve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ladies around the country, they're going wild at the sound of that. Right. Oh my God. Um, so Alan Partridge, um, we suspect as a pseudonym, but who knows? It might be the real. No, it's the not. Real it's, man. it's obviously Steve Coogan. Um, guys, podcast smash hit. I've been a keen fan of fragrance reviews on YouTube for the past 12 months, and to finally find a podcast discussing the same subject is fantastic. Entertaining, funny blokes with a passion for all things fragrance, with the occasional talcum powdered ball, ba- uh, ball bag gag thrown in for good measure, making my Monday commute that little bit brighter. Thanks, chaps. Keep them coming. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? I like that. Thank you, wow. Alan. I mean... What an endorsement from a living legend. Thanks, Alan. Yes, yes. Yeah. I sense we've opened the floodgates now. We're going to get everybody using pseudonyms of kind of famous people. But yeah, feel free. Uh, don't mind. Yeah. Okay. So fragrances that I've been wearing today, I've worn... Oh, interesting one, actually, because I've worn um, Oud Wood, but from pocketsense.co.uk, which is a version, an inspired kind of version, which I love. I find it just a little bit sweeter and a little less kind of barnyardy. Not that Oud Wood is particularly, you know, skanky or anything. Do you like the DNA of Oud Wood, though? Because it's one of my favourites. Oh, yeah, I do. I've actually really enjoyed wearing it today. And every time I wear it, I always think, I should wear this more often. However, I did. I've worn it all day. Really enjoyed it, but the wife less so, mate. Come the yeah, evening, I'm, you know what I'm she, picking up, uh, Steve. I think you should stop getting her opinion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because there's but, a lot of amazing fragrances that she's not giving you good feedback on. Well, so mate, maybe, uh, the you know, story maybe gets stop thicker. trusting her nose. <laughs> The, the story thickens, or whatever the phrase is, because okay. she then in the evening asked me if I could actually kind of wipe it off. She's like, "Oh, can you kind of like wash your neck or something?" It's getting, it's, and that's I did hadn't reapplied it, so that's from application in the morning or whatever. Um, and mate, she's actually a primary school teacher. She's a deputy head of a primary school. So if you cast your mind back to uh, Centenario in episode one, where oh, you yes. decided to Chose wear wood. wood for the primary school teacher. Just a little FYI there, it may not always work. In a real-world situation, maybe it was the wrong choice. Yeah, there we go. Mm. Uh, I'll make sure I'm never wearing Oudwood when I come to your house then, mate. Yeah, probably for the best. I mean, <laughs> the, the the window of frags that you could wear in front of my wife are fairly slim, to be honest. Uh, yesterday, I had quite a busy day, active. I was out and about, and then I had to do some decorating and stuff. So I went, I had something clean and fresh. So I went for Coach, uh, Coach for Men, EDT, so the original one, not the Coach nice. Platinum. Just very easy, simple to wear. Um, Friday, I wore Bulgari's Man in Black Essence, their flanker, which is kind of like a little bit of more of a sophisticated version of Man in Black. That's it's a funky design of, on that bottle, isn't it? Very I saw your Instagram yeah. post about that. Yeah, cool it's very cool. It's a kind of like a more sophisticated version, unfortunately. So they've dialed down some of the synthetic sweetness, uh, but you do lose a little bit of the rum accord, which is disappointing. Yeah, I'm not happy about that. I think anything no, where no, yeah. any fragrance that has rum in it is uh, an instant winner. So if it loses that, yeah, mm, totally. Yeah, lose that a bit. Move. And it basically you're left with a sort of sweet, smooth, chocolatey kind of vibe, even though there's no mm. chocolate uh, note. So enjoy that. What else have I worn? Uh, the Chronic, um, really enjoyed that. Um, wore, wore Prada Lom as well into the office after last week's podcast. It reminded me that I've not worn it for a while. And also uh, Bleu de Chanel EDP. Again, I was in the office, a nice, easy, dumb reach, which I thoroughly enjoy. And then I've also worn um, Back to Black from Killian as well as a perfume parlor version because I did a video, so I was doing some testing this week. And yes, I saw your video. Uh, yeah, where you didn't I, really rate the fragrance that I love so much. 
Well, it's not that I didn't write it. I'm not your friend anymore, Steve. uh, It's that I didn't enjoy it. There's a difference. I'm calling off the podcast. Your your opinions on Back to Black do not align with mine. We are not podcasting anymore. I cannot talk to you. I mean, you sound like a lot of YouTube commenters. To be fair, they were fairly (laughs) easy on me, but we do get that. The thing is, it's not that I actually don't... Um, you know, I don't rate it. I actually think it is very well blended and stuff, but I just didn't enjoy it. Mm. I just, it's just not, didn't work on my skin. It came across as a bit powdery, a bit more on the feminine side, and I just didn't enjoy it that much, I'm afraid. You know what, mate? I loved your honesty. I thought that was a great video. If I'm being serious, it was a great video because it is a loved fragrance. It is so hyped in the community, that fragrance, by Mm, near enough to everyone. Uh, And for you to, to say honestly that, it was nice, but not quite for you. I thought, fair play, mate. Good for you. And you know, it's good. Yeah, we, we, it's good I, to be honest. I sort of opened myself up there. But what was nice, actually, I got a few people commenting, going like, "Oh, I'm glad it's not just me. I thought I was the only one." And somebody actually said, "Like, the reason I love your channel is because you're just honest, and I really respect that. Please don't change." And it was like that kind of, you know, that sort of meant something to me actually, because I thought, no, I, you know, I want to keep it real, and there's no reason to bullshit or lie if I don't enjoy something because like we've said before it's subjective you know somebody likes blondes some people like brunettes some people like Ferrari some people like Lamborghini it's subjective it's just a personal thing some people like something some people don't it doesn't mean there's a right or a wrong but some YouTube viewers take deep offence and you are very wrong if you don't like what they like So it's it very easy for a... people to get triggered if your opinions don't align with uh, with their opinions especially if it's a, a fragrance that they love so much if you don't like it then it, a lot of people, I'm sure the, I'd like to think the majority of people are accepting of that but there is definitely some people who you know, will write comments to this effect to say yeah, um, you're wrong and uh, I'm going to unsubscribe from you right now because um, you obviously don't know shit about fragrances yeah. just because you don't agree with them. And I'm just like, hang on a minute. What? Wh- when did everyone in the world start liking exactly the same things? I mean, people like different wines and cars and, you know, it, like, Actually, like you said. That it reminded me of a comment. I saw a comment on one of your videos where somebody said, I can't remember what you said, uh, but somebody made some sort of statement like, oh, I, I, what? Everybody likes this fragrance or everybody does this. And you just put... Have you asked everybody? It was oh, yeah. like, there's a lot of people in the world. So you, yeah. you're speaking on behalf of everybody, are you? I was like, yes, if we go if we go to court right now, can you back your statement up? Have you yeah. got a written statement from everybody in the world that says uh, exactly. that they like this so, fragrance? And that's the, I've mentioned it in the other podcast people the other week. People are stupid. Where I, I did it and enjoy Cedrac Bras. Again, I think it's great value for money and mm. it's a very well-blended fragrance. But on my skin, it come across as very dry. I just mm. didn't really enjoy the dryness. Um, I think it's my skin chemistry, but um... well, mate, you're you're not alone. You're not alone because Peter from Fragrance View did a live stream. I think it was uh, this week, and someone asked him if he liked uh, that fragrance, and he said he didn't. He thought it was awful. So he's uh, mm. he's in your camp. Well, there you go. There's a, there's an opinion I respect, and he's so, a perfume. Um, he, he knows his stuff. So yeah, I'll he does. Take that. He does. So I was gonna I was just gonna come back to Galan really because it, it struck me as I was exploring these two fragrances from Galan this week that I've not really heard you talk about Galan. And I was thinking, I think that's a house that would be quite up Steve's street because they're, you know, they're, I would class some of them as actually cheapies. I picked up Cologne, um, Galan, 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 Lom Ideal Cologne for £20. Bargain. And you don't get much cheaper than that for a very well-respected 
French fragrance house. It was an absolute bargain. I got the EDP for about £43, I think, on Amazon, okay. delivered, Prime, next day. Uh, Gosh, and I, job done. Yeah, so I was just thinking, I I really, I'm starting to enjoy Galan more and more. I have I have a few. I have Habit Rouge, I have Vetiver, I have the two um, Ideals or Ideals. Uh, I also have some vintage and current Shalimar, and I also have a vintage Samsara. So I have a few Galans and all right, mate. Boasting, uh, baby, yeah. big collection. I know it's not the size of your collection; it's yeah. what you do with it that counts. I know, I know. I use, I use them well. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, so I was just thinking, have you explored Galan, and what are your thoughts on the house? If you haven't explored them, why not? I, I have it. Well, obviously, I mentioned one. I think it was last week, and my, I bought my blind bought my wife Mongolan Intense. Oh, that's one that's I forgot that I had progress. as well. Sorry, yes. that's another one. That, yeah. Which is beautiful. I love that on her. Mm. That's I certainly will buy it for her again when she uses it up, and she's really enjoying that. Um, no, I tell you why. I did particularly in the early days when I started kind of getting into this and researching, you know, ones to have and good value fragrances. I, I did look at the sort of ideals and stuff, and there's just a few notes that I was a little bit cautious of. Like like almond is a fragrance that is a note. Sorry that. I don't always enjoy mm. so that I'm and also similar with um, vetiver which is in some of the fragrances as well like yeah that's in the cologne it, yeah. yeah vetiver is um, a note that I enjoy quite a nice clean fresh vetiver but if it's too earthy I, I sort of often yeah find it can it be dirty too, sometimes vetiver, yeah I don't dirty, I don't enjoy the sort of earthier side of the vetiver mm. so for that reason I've been a little bit it felt like a bit of a risk, risky sort of blind buy. Well, I, I think you would love so. cologne because you know what it reminded me of a little bit uh, in its projection. I'm not saying it's the same fragrance, but in, in the air, it reminded me a little bit of uh, what was this? The um, the Bulgari scent you were wearing on the London meetup night we had was that man? In, was that oh, man in black? No, that cologne. Was man, black cologne. Yes. Of, oh, okay. Yes, so so that, they're yeah. they're both a cologne. So they both take that cologne DNA, and it reminded me it had that that style of um of dna so mm. i think you'd like the cologne it's a very clean fragrance it's got some neroli in there i would say the vetiver is clean and not dirty so mm. for 20 quid mate and i believe i believe according to timmy and what he says goes uh it's becoming discontinued so whilst you can pick that up for around 20 pounds i would probably say pull the trigger go for it there we it. go. This could, this this could be a new feature, mate. This could be like recommendation. And of course, we don't want to do this too often because I end up spending too much money. But perhaps <laughs> I will look into that, and if I make a purchase, I will report back on the podcast. Yeah. And I would say, yeah, fair play, mate. You were right, or actually, you owe me twenty quid because I've wasted yeah. my money. So, well, yeah. no, you would hold on to it, wait till it's discontinued, and then sell it for two hundred quid in a year's there time. And thank me later. Well, no, I will actually look into it. That certainly sounds. If you're referencing sort of man black cologne, it's a, I'm sure it's got different notes. That's quite heavy on the tuberose and stuff. But again, it's got that rum. I I really enjoy that. So yeah, I'll yeah. I'll happily look at try into it. But do you think Galan? So Galan, niche designer, or not, or neither? What's the oh, What's the verdict? Mate. It's almost scent by scent, isn't it? Because yeah. the Mongolan Intense that my wife's one, I find that is quite a. A good quality designer type fragrance I find it's quite sweet right. quite rich but it's quite designery but I'd say high-end designer yes but some certainly some of their stuff is like almost good hand almost high-end designer or affordable niche yeah I mean yeah we've just talked about the clone being about 20 quid so I mean I'm talking yeah. almost in quality rather than the actual physical monetary value but 
yeah, it's it's a bit of a debate, isn't it? Um, I mean, te- technically, you would say that a designer house is a house that makes uh, other yes, things like designer clothes and handbags, and, and Galan obviously make other things, but they primarily started with fragrance. So I don't know, that's blurred, isn't it? If they make things other than fragrance, are they now a designer? Um, but well, know, this is the same debate, isn't it? With like with the Tom Ford private blend, because people say it's. Though it's Tom Ford is a fashion house, yeah. the luxury designer, I would say. Yeah, Tom Ford product. You know, the people start do comparing it. They compare it certainly with niche quality, don't they? It's that kind of. It's almost the yeah. type of fragrance. There is definitely a, a, a crossover. I I think sometimes designer fragrances can be referred to as niche quality. Um, mm. Yeah, there, it it is difficult sometimes. I I don't I don't think there's a definite. Um, segregation. I don't think I th- some fragrances you can definitively definitively say niche or designer, but I think others are somewhere in the middle. Like the luxury designers, like you know the um, the Armani Privé line, uh, mm. the Tom Ford Private Blend, and Galan have their more expensive line as well. Uh, so these luxury designers are more niche. They're actually in the way that they smell. They're more niche. Right? Sometimes more niche than niche houses. You know, you, yeah, you get totally. niche houses like um, Parfum de Mali and House of Siage that are very good very high quality but their DNAs lean more to mass appealing designer DNAs and of course we're forgetting um, Office for Men by Fragrance One which is a niche fragrance house but a lot of people say that is a designer type fragrance so there we go we no need to comment on that we'll just put that one out there talking of Jeremy um, I've been watching a few bits on YouTube and I sort of struck me this week. I watched one of his videos. I don't know if you saw it. He did a video. Um, it was called Top 10 uh, Women's Reactions. I did not see it, no. Right. And hands up, right, I've been caught red-handed here because I totally clicked on that video to see Lara. Hope your hands I'm, weren't I've, too I've, red, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately not. But I've always been Team Lara. I think you were you were Team Naomi, weren't you? I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I have met Lara now. Uh, she's, have you? Yeah, I met her. She was at Sense Explore in New York. I did not know this. Mate. This is, oh, me and Lara. take this offline, mate. <laughs> she is such a cool girl. She's so funny. She's really kind of uh, got that real humorous edge to her. Yeah. And we we had a bit of a laugh, actually, uh, me and Lara. Mate, was, I'm totally uh, jealous. I'm yeah, totally sorry, jealous of that. Sorry about that. Damn. But anyway, yeah, so I clicked on the video to see to see the delightful Lara. And what I sort of struck is the the reactions that Jeremy kind of put in that video were very like underwhelming like they were basically top 10 most nonchalant reactions ever like the women were smelling stuff and going yeah yeah that's nice i think one woman even went yeah maybe seven out of ten or something she like <laughs> it's just and i just felt like and we spoke about jeremy pretty much every podcast but obviously he is a prominent figure in the YouTube yeah, community in yeah and I'm coming. This is coming from a place of respect because, let's be honest, most of us got into it because of Jeremy. But I just feel like his content is dipped the last few months, and he's just kind of putting stuff out there with not too much thought. It's just kind of like he's just found some reactions. He they weren't the top ten best reactions because they were all just they were just reactions. They weren't. He's not kind of sieved through and picked. Oh, that's a better reaction than. Well, that you would expect top ten best reactions to all be kind of reaching, you know, yeah, like uh, orgasmic levels, wouldn't you? To exactly, exactly. Yeah. And there was the video I commented on the other week where, like, the actual audio just, um, the music just stopped playing halfway through the video, and it just didn't yeah, bother doing before. it again. It's, it's just. I feel like he's just trying mm. to put stuff out, but it's a, he knows it's going to get viewed, whatever he puts out there. So why, yeah, why put more effort in like. than he needs to? Maybe, yeah. 
I don't know. I've noticed the same thing. I think he's he's always watchable because you never know what he's going to do next. Um, but yeah, I think some of his video there's not a consistency to the style and the quality of his videos. Some just seem kind of like he's walked into his office first thing that morning and picked a few fragrances off his shelf and turned his camera on and just started talking about them with not a lot of planning he's just rolled a quick video out there which is fine you know if that gets the views and i mean does it i've not checked do do they have been getting the views or not i think they do again Mm. it's all relative isn't it when you've got hundreds of thousands of subscribers even a percentage of those is still going to get decent views relative isn't it so yeah he's still getting a lot more views than me yeah i do put some thought and edit them and put music all the way through the video, you know. So, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not jealous at all. Obviously, not I'm more all. jealous of the fact that not he's friends with Lara. But well, you're better yeah, looking so... than Jeremy, mate. So you've got that going for you. Oh, behave, behave. <laughs> um, I've got a face for podcast. I think. Um, what What else have you seen on uh, YouTube this week? Have you got your oh yeah, video and moment couple of a uh, couple of mentions. So I did a tag video that Ashton from Gentsense actually tagged me in to do, which was my four most important fragrances. I really loved doing that video because it was the, the opportunity to do a change of pace, have a change of pace and get a little bit anecdotal about some of the fragrances that were yeah. really uh, important in, in the journey. And I tagged uh, Dan, Mr. Smelly, who he did his already, really enjoyed his, fantastic. And uh, a channel that I love, uh, a friend of mine, Josephine, who has the channel Jus de Rose, she released hers. This was it uh, today, I think. I think it was just today. Yes, I saw it. I've not watched it yet. I was going to watch it, but then we had to come and do this. So and it's it's a lovely, the great thing about it, guys, if you've not checked out Josephine's channel, go and do it because the, the thing that I love about her is she's very articulate she's very well spoken she does there's no filler everything she says is very meaningful and very well thought out but because she's uh i think she's french i think swiss french maybe i think she's old french sorry josephine i i can't remember your nationality um but uh the way when she pronounces uh, in perfumery there is a lot of um french words used Uh, so when she pronounces certain terms and certain names she just says yeah. it just with that perfect French accent yes well yes. like we're like yeah Mon- Mongolan intense EDP bit of a gourmand <laughs> yeah. yeah and she, 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 she'll be no like, finesse no elegance yeah. and, um, and and I also love that about Clemence as well because uh, Clemence is French yeah. and the way that they pronounce the, 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 the French terms and notes and words so perfectly uh, puts us all to shame and I, but I really enjoy listening to and watching their reviews because of the way that they talk about fragrances and uh, Clemence works in fragrance and um, uh, Josephine went to uh, perfumery school so they're both very knowledgeable it's not just female opinions on fragrances they understand the nature of fragrance compositions and notes and molecules and things so they have this very deep knowledge so i think that combined with the way they talk about them i I love their videos so um yeah i love josephine's video that that i tagged her to do and um i i also watched today uh, a channel that i love another uk channel waft from the loft Uh, Dan and Joe if you've not seen Dan and Joe go and and check them out you probably have because their channel's growing really well Um, they present it from a church in in the centre of London just by St Paul's I believe I love the way they talk about fragrances I I can just 
I could close my eyes and listen to how they talk about fragrances. They're so passionate and so articulate. Very passionate, aren't they? Yeah. They are. They both. They both obviously have very large collections. They've been collecting fragrances way before YouTube was ever a thing. So they're coming. They're coming at it from the angle of being very um, uh, kind of long-term fragrance collectors and. Um, I love uh, I love the banter that they have between them, but they also have this thing that they do, which is one of the things I love. Whenever they smell a fragrance, they smell. They spray them on strips, and uh, they have a noise. They make a noise, and it, and I think a lot of people love their channel for this. And one of the comments in the latest video was something to do with enjoying the rapturous sex noises that they make every time they smell a fragrance. <laughs> so I'm going to try and rec I'll try and recreate a couple of uh, a couple of the the um, the noises that they make. And it, when they make this noise, it makes you want to buy that fragrance. It makes you want to rush out or go online and buy that fragrance that has made them make that noise. That's how good it is. And they'll do they'll do things like this. They'll go, they'll spray it, and they'll go. Oh, or they'll go, or ooh, or mmm, oh that's a, all right. Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm just getting a bit carried away, but no, mate, I've got the, a semi. Oh, well, that that that's what happens when I watch your wafts from the loft video, mate. Um, I mean, if anybody's sort of like listening to this podcast, like, can you imagine if they've got some sound leakage on their headphones on the train and all they can hear is sort of groaning yeah. noises? People are wonder what the hell. I think every now and then they even throw in a. <laughs> well there you go if that's Love not them. a glowing endorsement of their channel I yeah. don't know what is so, th so there are my yeah that's my little YouTube videos uh, uh, comment for the week comments YouTube while we're on YouTube I want to read you this comment go on then so this is a video that I, I released back in April it was while I was in Milan this video went, went out and um, so it took me by surprise because usually I don't get notified of, uh, of comments that, that are on older videos, but this one came through to my notification. And by the way, if someone leaves me a comment and I don't respond, it's probably because YouTube hasn't notified me that you left a comment. It's weird. The app doesn't notify me of every single comment. It seems to yeah, select which, yeah, it's weird. So I go back through a video weeks later and I, I see loads of comments that I didn't know were there that I hadn't responded to. So sorry about that, guys. Um, anyway. Um, three days ago, Fall Guy um, decided to watch my top five office fragrances video. And this is what he had to say. This is what Fall Guy had to say. Tired of office scents. What about us that have labour-intensive jobs? Go from outside to inside, from cold to hot. Not everyone works in a damn office. And uh, it took me a little bit by surprise. I, I thought, well, well, it left me with a couple of questions. Go on. First off, I thought, okay, fall guy, um, you obviously don't work in an office. So what are you? Why are you clicking a top five office fragrances video to begin with? Um, True. That, that baffled me a little bit. Um, and then I thought, well, why why didn't you search for top five? fragrances for people that have labor-intensive jobs go from outside to inside from cold to hot not everyone works in a damn office fragrances um obviously that that's not a thing but um you know i i think it's pretty self-explanatory that that would not be a very clickbaity um video title well i just uh, personally mate i think it's just disgusting of you to go to that you you made the effort of filming that video editing it putting a thumbnail together uploading it like doing all the tags sharing it and you didn't consider Fall Guy. I mean, 
how dare you? You create that you didn't consider full guy and his needs. I mean, top five fragrances just... for labour intensive jobs. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I mean, if if nothing else, he's given me a good video idea. Sometimes I reply to comments and then people will delete the comment. I think it's they're not expecting a response. They're like, oh, what? They actually look at these comments and then they just yeah. like delete it. Um, I suppose we're pressed. We're getting on for time, so I suppose we should move on. Scenario. To, yeah, it needs its own jingle. It's become a thing. <laughs> it's um, so for those any new listeners, scenario is basically where I put Chris on the spot. I give him a social situation, um, and he has to tell us, tell me, tell you the lovely listeners what he would wear from his collection. So he can't just choose anything. Normally, it's kind of from his collection what he would reach for and to work in that situation and then sometimes he kind of puts it back on me now for the first few weeks i've just gave him ones that i've thought of but i've opened it up recently to the the lovely listeners and they've been submitting things we have had literally four submissions well um, and, and let's say that those submissions have come through people joining the scent geeks facebook group so if you want to have some interactivity with the show whether it's the scenario or whether there's any topics or suggestions you think we should cover um join uh join the uh the group but make sure you answer the question there's a few people who've requested to join and refuse to answer the question about who the co-hosts are so hopefully if you listen to this you know who we are um so do join us on facebook and uh, and throw some questions out there for us yeah and all we ask is you try to keep the content in the facebook group kind of podcast related it's not that we're vain and you want we want you to talk about us but there's lots of other groups about people obviously sharing kind of what they've been buying or getting advice on things and so by all means post in those groups just in our group just ask if there's a topic of conversation that we've started in the podcast and you want to continue or make a little comment about it by all means that's totally valid or if you want to suggest stuff for the show but just try to keep it related to the podcast that's all really anyway so yeah you can submit some through there you can find me on there and you can submit them all find me on instagram uh frags to riches and send me a little private message just so we can keep it hidden from chris now i've had a few now this week's um, has come to us from um, from a fragrance uh, enthusiast on Instagram. It is um, Al Alchemistead. I will spell that just to kind of give him full credit. So it's A L C H E M Y S T E D. So okay, so th- th- so this is Brandon. I went out for a, a beer in New York with Brandon. <laughs> ah, so I don't know this guy. So that's good. So he knows you. So he's, he knows he's me. Sti- yeah. He's stitched you up a little bit, mate. Oh because... man, Brand- Brandon, if you're listening, oh, if this is a bad scenario, I'll be coming for you. Now, what I will say before I kind of tell you, he has put in lots of layers. Now, oh, have man. you ever had to phone in sick for work, and they've asked you what's wrong with you, and you can't feel like you could just say one thing? So you start going, "Well, I've got a dodgy tummy. My head hurts. I've stubbed my toe. My bum's a bit tickly. I've, you know, you 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 panic and you start listing things and and just to kind of cover all bases and throwing enough shit at the wall until something sticks. I yep, feel like that. that's a yep. little bit what he's done with this scenario because okay. he's put in lots of layers, mate. So I'm going to read it to you. Here we go. Do I need this to make notes your... of this or not? Or is it? Uh, I don't think so. You'll right. you'll be okay. Okay. So here we go. You have to go to a funeral in a small viewing room, close quarters, directly after you have a date. There's no time to clean up and put on a different fragrance. Your date is with a very beautiful Russian ballerina. She also has a law degree from Yale. She's quite high society, but she's a Mumford and Sons fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was—I think I was going all right until the Mumford and Sons bit. Um, I mean, 
Fucking mm. hell, go for it, man. Um, I, I've, I should have put more thought because I've not thought what I would do for this. So M- Mumford and, and Sons, they, I, I've heard some of their music. So they're kind of what are they? Kind of quite relaxed, kind of little a bit folky, aren't they? Yeah, a little folk. Yeah, they're a little folky, little folky. I mean, they would probably love the mm. Saint Geeks intro music. That's all. I'm yeah, it's a little folky. Yeah, yeah. People probably listen to our, our intro and just think, folk off, guys. <laughs> you love a pun. Right, so All right. So what you think? Do you want me to go read through it again while you're thinking? So, funeral in a small viewing room. So it's very close quarters, but it's in a funeral, so it's obviously got to be respectful, not too mm. garish or kind of out there. Or, um, But then straight after, you've got this date with a, a beautiful Russian ballerina who's very well-educated. She's got a law degree, and she's very high society. So you need something that's sophisticated not too loud quite understated but you know quite almost opulent quite luxurious maybe classy what mm. what are you thinking i've got it mate i've got it i know what i'm doing i think i've got one as well okay wouldn't it be cool. funny if we had the same one <laughs> yeah uh, trust me mate you are i don't think you'll have this one um <laughs> well you, you you know what actually swung this for me and I don't know why I made this association I don't think it's a, a real um, a real connection at all but when we were talking about folk music it made me think of like kind of a hoedown type folk music you know is that a connection a hold like kind maybe. of maybe like that guitar and folky and country a little bit country anyway okay made me think of hay right. so I've picked a fragrance that has hay notes in it <laughs> Okay. Right. Right. Go on then. So this fragrance is absolutely perfect for a date night with a Russian. What was she a ballerina, opera singer? What Russian. Was she? Russian ballerina with Russian, a law degree from Yale. Russian ballerina with a law degree from Yale. It ticks all those boxes. I mean, if she was uh, any other, if she'd got a law degree from any other university, it would it wouldn't suit. But since it's from Yale, this is perfect. Right. And close quarters, the fragrance yeah. I've picked is perfect for in close quarters because it is a beautiful, elegant scent, but not obtrusive, not beast okay. mode, not going to get any anyone, not going to, not going to upset anyone um, in in a close quarters funeral situation, basically. And I've even made sure that there's a little bit of incense in there to tie in with the whole kind of funeral churchy vibe. <laughs> You've got that note of burnt flesh. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, not no, no. no I'm not, joking, it's not a cremation. It. It's it's just a nice church funeral. Yeah. You didn't say cremation, did you? No, I did. I did. It's oh, fine. did you? No, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. It's fine. Okay, good. So no, no burnt flesh. No burnt flesh. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. The, the fragrance I'm going for is from the house of Serge Leton, and it's Shaggy. It has my much-loved note of tobacco. We've got some hay in there, a little bit of incense, and uh, I think I think there's incense. I might be wrong on that. I think there's incense. Um, but Shaggy is just... It's a masterpiece. It's a beautifully composed scent. It has notes that you would think would be louder and more screechy and cloying, but it just... It pulls them together so well in such an elegant, uh, an elegantly composed way that it would be perfect for close quarters situations, um, both in a at a funeral and on a date with a Russian ballerina who graduated with a law degree from Yale. And I think 
that she would dig it. I think she would really, really enjoy it. I think it would work for the funeral. I think the ballerina would be all over it. I think it would... Let me let me just say that I think, you know, the date would be um, finishing off uh, in, 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 in a, a way that... Uh, you know, let's just say there might be fireworks. Let's just let's put it like that. Okay, okay. Or a sparkler, yeah. And I don't think you've smelled that, so you can't really... Uh... I can't comment on that, no. No. I'll take your word for it. I'll take yeah. your judgment. But That's please, um, listeners... Uh, if you know Shergi, please let me know if you agree with my choice for that for that scenario. It certainly sounds like you smashed it out of the park there. So <laughs> I hope so. Well done, uh, Brandon. Mate. I hope you. I hope you're pleased. I, I'm pretty sure Brandon will know Shergi. So uh, uh, Brandon, let me know what you think of my choice. So listeners, as you can see, we've yet to kind of stumble Chris too much. So we need to up the ante here. So do please kind of sub- submit any more. Um, send them to me either in a private message on Instagram or you can kind of through the Facebook group you can find me if you post there though Chris we'll see him and we don't want to give him too much notice we would like to put him on the spot so what's yours um, though? Oh, I was hoping I was going to get away with that no um, I saw you trying to divert but uh, we're coming oh, back yeah, to it um, I'm thinking I tell you what I am really enjoying at the minute I've mentioned it on the kind of podcast before um I should have thought about this before I kind of put it to you, but what I'm what I'm really liking is it's not too run of the mill. It's not too complex, but it's a bit different. But it's very easy to wear. I'm really enjoying it. I've picked up compliments on it, and well, it would if it was her, I would have to go and invest in something like perfumes de Marley Layton. But I've got the Alexandra fragrances version, which is Royal Equestrian, mm. which I've mentioned before. But I'm just loving that at the minute, and I've just I knew you were going to so say easy. that. Good choice, mate. It's a good choice. I, I agree. so easy to wear. I picked up a compliment uh, the other week, last week, I think. I didn't mention it on the podcast, but from my colleague at work. She was like, oh, what are you wearing? I think I can sort of name some of the notes and stuff. She was like, oh, it's really, really nice. And why I'm enjoying it, it's just so enjoyable, but also really easy to wear. But it's not, doesn't smell like everything else. It smells different, but it's not too weird or wonderful or complex. So I think it would be safe enough in this sort of funeral where people, you know, they're not going to be offended by it. But I think it's... Pleasing enough that that the date is going to enjoy it as well. It's going to get the ballerina pirouetting for you, I think. Of course, I'd have to probably invest in in a a, a bottle of of parfums de Mali and not not an Alexandria version. Well, I mean, it's not like you're going to take the bottle out with you. If she asks you what you're wearing, obviously you tell her it's late and you don't tell her it's the cologne. Yeah, we've had this you know, debate before. We've had this yeah. debate before. Um, just on that subject of Parfum, the, the thing I love about Parfums de Mali is how thick and dense and rich their fragrances are. Do you find that with with Leighton? Or with the Alexandria yes. version, yeah. Yes, I just find it's it's. But again, it's not difficult to wear. It, it's very rich and it lasts and it performs really well. But it's still just very easy and enjoyable. It's not like really complex or well, it is complex, but it's not challenging. I guess is the word I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's not, just the right side of complex, isn't it? It's just yeah, it's complicated enough that you, there's a lot going on. Which when you sort of take a time out, you can sort of get that. Mm. But it's not like just run of the mill and smell like every yeah. People Tom, people Harry, say so. it smells very much like a designer, but I think it's it smells better than most designers. I think it smells more complex than most designers. If I'm honest, mm. I'm mm. really enjoying it. Have you smelled um, late and exclusive? Oh yeah, it's one of my favourites. I love I've it. I've not smelt the exclusive. Oh, it's so. good. It's good. I'd say it's a little more refined than. Ooh. Yeah, a little, a little smoother, a little more refined. Um, later, I love later, and it's got a, it's um, a little rougher around the edges in a, in a good way. Uh, whereas later exclusive, I think, is smoother and more refined, but equally as, it yeah, it works, mate. It works. Late, late exclusive would have been a great choice, actually. There you go. I'll change yeah. it to the. Uh, yeah. There we go. So that's that's this week's scenario. So thank you. Thanks for the Chris. Well and done. And I think that's on that one. this week's podcast wrapped up as well. It is, mate. 
it is with with overshot as per usual but you know we'd lo- we'd rather leave we'd rather go that extra mile and give that people a little bit extra rather than cutting them short so yeah um anything True. you'd like to say before we wrap up i would just like to say echo what we both said last week you know i don't know how whether 6000 downloads in 3 weeks is is good for a podcast it seems good to me I'm so pleased with the response and so pleased with how many people have followed us on who've joined the Facebook group, who seem to be enjoying the podcast. When I post on Instagram, there's great feedback. People aren't being unfairly critical like trolls can sometimes be. You don't get a lot of that on Instagram anyway. Generally, people are really leaving us some very constructive positive advice so please continue because that will only help us improve what we're doing we're loving it we love be we're loving being podcast we, we go through the week and every now and then i'll get a message from steve or he'll get one from me and we're just like can you believe we're podcast hosts we're like no yeah. i can't believe it it's awesome so we're loving it so we're going to continue this for as long as you guys are listening so uh, thank you for your support and uh, i will say goodbye for this week thank you for listening Thank you. Thank you, Chris. And thanks again. Yeah, I sent Chris a message earlier in the week saying, I'm so proud of our podcast. So that's how kind of sad and I am and how much I'm enjoying this. But yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks, everybody, again. And we will see you same time, same place next week. Take care. Much love. Thanks, Steve. Bye, everyone. Mm-hmm.